uh, you know, most of our history, we didn't, didn't have those institutions. The FBI came in uh, during the First World War. And interestingly enough, the one thing that Woodrow Wilson did, he used the FBI to spy on American citizens and actually arrest them if they disagreed with his foreign policy about going to war in Europe. And isn't it interesting how recent they used it in the Vietnam era? Democrats used it there. Republicans used the FBI to spy on a hundred different groups in this country, including the churches, who disagreed with the policy in uh, Central America. It almost looks like the FBI was designed to spy on Americans who might be disagreeing uh, with policy, especially the foreign policy. So the FBI, although I don't think I could condemn everything they've ever done, because I'm sure uh, some of the investigations and investigation of crime uh, has been beneficial, but that could be accomplished through Justice Department within our states. We wouldn't reject that uh, portion of it. But I think the, the FBI has uh, kept and continues to keep a lot of records on a lot of individuals it is august 11th 2022 welcome to the daily rob you can find us all across the internet check the all my links it's in the description as all of rob's socials now without further ado the man the myth the legend the one and only rob smith folks today is a big day in american history mark it on your calendars there are gonna be parades in every like small town and big city in the united states because it is Stuart Smith's birthday. Everybody give it up. God, the applause is deafening. Oh, God, I can't hear. Uh, Stu is living it up. Last night he went to a concert, Ooh, a Willie Nelson concert. And look, he looks like Willie Nelson. Stu, how was it? It was really good. It was amazing. You know, um, I'll never be able to see Elvis Presley live, but I there were a few moments in the concert <laughs> where I felt like Willie, you know, did transcend into that really, truly legendary status. And, you know, 89 years old, still touring. I mean, it was 100 degrees out yesterday. And, you know, he's going to feel a metaphysical connection with him. I mean, I'm my of that era. Waylon Jennings is my favorite, but um, I'm never going to be able to see him. I'm never going to be able to see Johnny Cash. Chris Christopherson's older than Willie Nelson. I don't think he even tours anymore. So, you know, um, Willie is my connection to all of that. The outlaws. Right, Stu, uh, the outlaws were, were pretty good. I liked them. And I had uh, Waylon on my playlist. Chris, Chris, Chris Christopherson as well. All right, Stu, we played the clip of Ron Paul. And what Ron Paul reminds us of is that the FBI is the state police. They are controlled by the executive branch and they are the they are the private army of the government. So if you're in power and you want to abuse folks, you can sick the FBI on them. The United States didn't have a national police force like this in the past. It's relatively new. Um, and it has been abused over the years. Um, read a book about the Kennedys in Hoover, J. Edgar, J. Edgar Hoover. Uh, J. Edgar Hoover was a friend of the mob. Now, he wasn't corrupt where he was getting money by the, from the mob, but he wanted the mob to exist because the mob were informants. And uh, he thought as long as they kind of kept things under control, it was good for the country. And that's a crazy way to think, but that's the way it was. Uh, there's been corruption in the FBI for forever. 
but now it might be at an all-time high still. Now, the reports, uh, because we have our ear low to the ground, Stu, we have many moles out there, people reporting to us. But um, President Trump signed an executive order um, in which he declassified the binder that the FBI had on um, Crossfire Hurricane. Um, that was all of the background of how the FBI and the DOJ pretty much tried to uh, perform a coup and who the players were. On his last day in office, he signed the executive order for that. Um, the DO, the uh, attorney general at the time, uh, Monty Wilkinson, sat on it. Then when Merrick Garland was uh, nom was nominated and approved by the Senate, became the attorney general, he has sat on it. For 19 months, they have not released this. And the theory is, and it's certainly true if you ask me, is that it's FBI and DOJ officials, people in our national intelligence services committed criminal acts with the Russian collusion hoax, the pressure they put on people to lie. It's a scandal of scandals. And the FBI went into Mar-a-Lago looking for that. And it's supposed to be released. Uh, but, you know, one of the reasons that you're seeing this police state we're involved in now and the heavy, the heavy handed measures has to do with if all this comes out, the Republicans uh, get in power, they go to jail. Uh, so, you know, you protect yourself from uh, one being memorialized as a corrupt crook for all of history and you go to jail. Um, so there's a lot of in incentive for uh, corrupt, uh, evil politicians to do the things they are doing. Um, in this, um, these um, Spygate documents, that's another word for crossfire hurricane. There's a guy, investigative reporter, who broke this today. His name is Paul Sperry. He reported it on Twitter. Guess what? Twitter cancels his account. It just shows you that these big tech and the leftist administration are in cahoots with one another. If that doesn't show you something, nothing does. And this, of course, is the lawsuit that we've talked about where the uh, where Eric Smith in Missouri, the attorney general um, candidate for governor, is um, has filed a lawsuit on. Um, anyway, Stu, um, you know, other things about this, it's just not the the FBI, you've got Sally Lake, Sally Yates. Uh, Joe Biden was the one who uh, came up with the idea of prosecuting General Flynn under the Logan Act before they had even taken office. Uh, so, Stu, they are despicable, power-hungry people. They're no different from the KGB. Uh, we talked about that yesterday. Um, 
All right, Stu. Apparently, the FBI had a mole inside Mar-a-Lago, which showed him exactly where some of these documents they were looking for, where he thought they were. I'm not sure whether they found what they were looking for or not, but they took everything they could get their their hands on. Of course, if they got if there was a mole, he took them straight to where the documents were. Why were there? Why were that they there? Nine and a half hours, three dozen FBI agents. With machine guns. Um, another tin hat, tin foil desk spot is the Attorney General of New York, Letitia James. Um, she yesterday's uh, podcast we quoted uh, Loretta Vera, who was the head of the NKVD. Uh, he said, "Show me the person, and I'll show you the crime." Um, and that's what she's been doing, Stu. There is no criminal case against Donald Trump in New York. But before this bitch was ever elected, she said, and this is somebody who's an officer of the court, Stu. And Stu, I'll go back. And this is what happens. It all goes back to 2020 when the Democrats and the leftists let mobs of thugs who were their own brown shirts, destroy the country, uh, and nothing was done to them. Once that precedent is set, every other leftist feels like they can just break the law and not abide by the law as well. She said during her campaign that she was going to get and destroy Trump. She's the attorney general, Stan. Democrats, like New York's radical attorney general, Letitia James, campaigned on suing President Trump. Bring him Donald Trump. Nothing else matters. What is fueling my soul right now is Trump. We're definitely we're gonna be a real Illegitimate witch hunts, lies. Democrats do not have solutions. It's time to save America. Visit DonaldJTrump.com or text JOIN to 88022. Save America is responsible for the content of this advertising. I do think it's worth noting here, John, Letitia James has politicized this investigation. She campaigned on vote for me and I'll nail Donald Trump. She has fundraised on it. So that's not a ridiculous fear for him to have. It's, it's not ridiculous uh, because of that. You're right. And prosecutors should know when they take the job, they need to be more careful about talking about politics. Now, Stu, in New York, crime is rampant. It's jacked up like 50 percent. People are moving. And uh, this lady is abusing her office um, uh, to fabricate a crime. There is no crime. She's looking for something. Um, so Donald Trump appeared. He answered a subpoena uh, and he took the fifth. Why would he say a word to a bitch like this? Um, still, we also learned that I've said this many times on this podcast. When you're not transparent about something, it's because you're hiding something. The FBI in the Trump Mar-a-Lago raid would not let his lawyers in the building, in the building, Stu. Uh, and then they turned the security cameras off. Why would you do that if you're doing, if you're, you're conducting yourself above the law? You would want, in a case like this, a high-powered case, uh, to be as transparent as possible to show that you were were diligent in fo in fo following the law. Um, the mere fact that they uh, they did this shows you um, that they weren't diligent in following the law. Again, why else would you do that?
And um, Eric, Eric is saying that despite being told to turn off the surveillance cameras, they did capture some footage of the FBI acting improperly during the raid. Oh, really? This Prior is, to the cameras going off? Um, he doesn't specify, but he's. this is kind of breaking within the last hour. It's, you know, August 10th, 526 right now. For, so this could develop a whole lot between now and tomorrow. Okay. Um, apparently there's a protest at the FBI organized by some military that's, that's on 814. I think that's on Sunday. Yes. Uh, all right, Stu. The corruption inside the swamp with people, with the Democrats and the leftist elites, it's just right in front of your face. So, again, Nancy Pelosi does this Asian trip, which is weird as shit to begin with because it seems to be provoking the red bear. And she doesn't seem to have the support of the executive branch. But she goes on this trip. And guess who pays for the trip, Stu? You and I did well, Stu, guess who's on the trip? Her no-count rotten son, uh, Paul Pelosi Jr. Um, we know now that she had a secret meeting in Taiwan with uh, the ninth largest chip company in the world, TSM. Now, still, when they do this, these trips, they announce an itinerary, and they list who's on there and stuff like that. This meeting was not on the itinerary, Stu. She also didn't disclose that her son was on the trip. And his, her son has already, Stu, uh, I think in January of this year, the Daily Mail in London uh, reported uh, this. I'm going to read it. Nancy Pelosi's son, Paul, was involved in five companies probed by the feds. A shocking paper trail connects him to a slew of fraudsters and convicted criminals. You lie down with dogs, you get fleas, right? A shocking paper trail shows Nancy Pelosi's son, Paul Pelosi Jr.'s connections to fraudsters, rule breakers, convicted criminals. A DailyMail.com investigation can reveal that Paul, 52, was involved in five companies probed by federal agencies before, during, and after his time there. Uh, he joined the board of a biofuel company after it defrauded investors, according to an SEC ruling, and whose CEO was convicted after bribing Georgia officials. Paul was president of an environmental investment firm that turned out to be a front for two convicted fraudsters, documents reveal. He served as vice president of a company previously embroiled in investigation of scam calls that targeted senior citizens. Um, also, from what I've read, Stu, it, it, um, it, it took money away from them, misappropriated money, scammed them. A medical company Pelosi Jr. worked for was accused of testing drugs on people without FDA authorization. Uh, a, a source close to a firm Nancy's son worked for told Daily Mail that Paul Pelosi Jr. Re received $2.8 million of shares allegedly issued as part of a massive $164 million fraud in July of 2016. Stu, he is um, 
He has he has Ukraine connections. We know he's been over there doing some sort of business. Um, right there, that's a rat. Um, he also uh, tried to bribe a San Francisco um, zoning ordinance worker. His girlfriend um, had been uh, done something where she violated some sort of housing code and he tried to bribe the official. Um, he's also been involved in crypto, crypto scandals, Stu. Now, Stu, you look at how corrupt things are. The, the Democrats just passed this $369 billion green energy bill which is just feel, filled with pork. Uh, it, uh, and it's going where the government is funding certain businesses, okay? Uh, and they're uh, enabling other, other businesses through tax credits, all having to do with electric vehicles, blah, blah, blah. Well, Stu, Paul Pelosi, his business interests include two lithium mining companies um, and a bat and a battery recycling company and guess where these businesses are Stu? Taiwan Singapore and South Korea places where Nancy stopped on her trip all right Stu um more on Nancy um she was quoted as saying china is one of the freest societies in the world they're a strong democracy have we got that clip still china is one of the freest societies in the world let's it's talk a, a little bit democracy yeah. courageous people after she said this she quoted she said uh if you don't don't take my word for it, but Freedom House says this. Well, Freedom House doesn't say this, Stu. They rank China as uh, 107 on a list of 112 countries. Uh, I don't know, Stu, when Gerald Ford said something not anywhere near as ludicrous as this, but he said something about Poland being free before the curtain came down. It's pretty much why he lost the election. But that was back when uh, the American electorate actually had some brains um, and probably people hadn't been exposed to the public school, school system that we have now that pretty much ensures you'll graduate from, from high school being a dumb shit and not knowing anything. Oh, Stu, Stu, Stu. What else we got, the, Stu? The interesting thing about the whole Pelosi thing, and you pointed this out really well, is that, you know, it's in conflict with the executive branch. You know, she invokes that organization and then gets it wrong. So this is being reported as a gaffe, that she had a gaffe about saying China was this beautiful democracy. But we also know that that's not really the case because she's essentially apologizing for going to Taiwan right now. And she had another little speech about two days ago where she said she felt really connected to China, because as a little girl, she wanted to dig a hole to China. I was a little girl. 
I was told at the beach if I dug a hole deep enough, we would reach China. So we've always felt a con connection there. So this is the great intellectual Nancy Pelosi. This is what our elites, the intellectual, the genius Nancy Pelosi is discussing to the American public. Stu, probably when you were coming along, maybe nobody said that. But, you know, when you dig, when you're a kid, you dig a hole and somebody said, oh, you're going to dig a hole to China because, you know, if you go all the way down, supposedly you're going to get to through the core of the earth, you're going to get to China. What connection does that have with having any kind of a relationship with China? She's the stupidest woman. Stu, it's hard to explain all this because here she is antagonizing Ch China uh, by going to t uh, Taiwan, uh, you know, could have provoked World War III. And now, now she's kissing up to China. The administration didn't want her to go to Taiwan. How do you make any sense out of this other than she's just a drunk old nag? I think that's the solution. I think that's the answer, Stu. Speaking of people drunk or demented, uh, President Biden said that there was that we had zero inflation in July. You know, he wasn't a very good student. What we had, according to the government, and we can really trust them, is inflation in July stayed the same. It didn't increase, uh, but it was still 8.5%. And of course, those numbers are out of whack to begin with, Stu, because they only measure certain commodities in the bucket. They don't measure lots of other things. Now, gas prices have gone down, and that made the inflation number go down. But food prices, Stu, I know um, Claw Swab and and Bill Gates don't believe this, but we need food, Stu. That's the number one thing we need. Um, food prices are up 13%. Um, in another despicable act of the FBI, they seized the phone, cell phone, of a Republican congressman uh, the other day, Scott Perry, and they did it in front of his family, um, while he's on vacation. And Stu, these phones, I don't know what they're looking for. It's part of the January 6th. You know, if you believe that there's a constitutional argument that uh, if people cheat in an election and we know there was widespread fraud, then somehow you're an insurrectionist. There's no such thing as free speech. There's no such thing as facts. The NKVD of the Soviet Union must put you in jail. Take your cell phone. Well, they took his cell phone and, he, you know, maybe he had some some information about his his beliefs or a text or two or, or something. But they take all of his personal information, all of his contacts with his lawyers, all of his text, he said. Still, if they took my text, there are thousands and thousands of texts to all kinds of people, most of which have nothing to do with my legal practice or this show. Um, I tell you, Stu, they are despicable power hungry, corrupt tyrants. I mean, they did this with Rittenhouse where they made reference to some conversation that he had with his friends where he mentioned his 
social media handle and it was something crude like four doors more whores and they try to use that as like this indictment against his character that a teenage boy was making crude jokes that a teenage boy was talking about playing video games they did the same thing with alex jones where they were like oh did you mention sandy hook in a text message and you know they have a decade plus of his text messages and he says no on the stand and then they claim that well you really did mention that in a text message so i mean you're supposed to remember every single little moment of your life if this ever gets used against you in a court of law well, Stu, there's a legal doctrine in evidence law called fruit of the poisonous tree. If you obtain information illegally, then all other information that stems, that grows from that tree or stems from that tree is also inadmissible. Uh, I mean, it's just incredible how they've just thrown out the rule book on, on hundreds of years of uh, precedent. Um, you know, a lot, all that stuff is being tried in D.C. Circuit Court. And those judges are corrupt. I mean, they'll do whatever the government asks them to do. They're part of the system. Anyway, Stu, that's what I got. Right on. So I just want to follow up on the situation that happened at this Sesame Street amusement park called Sesame Place. And there was an accusation against one of the staff members in a very viral video where you saw one of the Sesame Street characters seemingly snub two young girls who wanted to hug this character in the middle of a parade. And so, you know, I'm a big fan of the Hoteps who are essentially black conservatives. And so I saw they were discussing this story today and just it's so interesting and so of course the black conservatives feel like the lawyers are trying to get some immigrant worker fired from their job for you know not being able to see in one of these character suits but the real insidious thing that has happened is sesame place has removed all traces of rosita from the park so this character that was in this viral clip has essentially been completely erased from Sesame Street history now because it's too radioactive. Still, let me say, um, as a white man with white children, if my children were were out there and they wanted to be hugged by this character and the character didn't hug them, I would be thankful for that, Stu, because I think these fucking people are creepy and I want my children to grow up strong and not going and hugging some furry animal creature that they don't even know. Um, it's just so ridiculous. So since it's my birthday, I'll tell a quick story. I had Barney the dinosaur come to one of my birthdays when I was like three or four years old. I barely remember this, but Barney was being crowded around by the kids and he had this boombox and he was playing the Barney song. And so I was tugging on his tail, trying to get his attention. He, you know, moves around and then decks me in the head with one of these 1990s boom boxes. And, um, you know, I fall and then get up and I'm fine. But it was funny. But 
that's the amount of visibility they have. They can't see almost anything. And so the Sesame Street place, people are insisting that this is, that this was not done intentionally. The actor is devastated. And this comes down to the fact that when you're a mascot, you have a limited vision and a, and the costumes unwieldy mask. The- Stu, I'll go further than that. Um, if you're in a costume, you're a human being, you can fucking hug whoever you want to or not hug whoever you want to. Who gives a shit? So during this press conference, the lawyer that's representing this family says that this is bogus about the actor feeling this way and that this isn't even about money, even though they want like $25 million. Now, Apparently, 25 to 30 other black families have signed on for similar incidents concerning this. And, you know, I'm sympathetic to this and I would love to hear more about their testimony. However, the next part of this gets into Crazyville. So the mom of the kids, Jody Brown, who filmed this, says her daughter, Skylar, has been forced to isolate with her grandmother after this incident, which caused her such great distress. And then... She says that her other daughter, her other daughter, Nyla, who was also there, that they're both now going to therapy to cope with this apparent snub. So is it the lawyer telling them to go spend all this money on stuff like this so they can get more money in the end? It's all a racket. They're not even paying the shrink. The shrink is also on the payroll of the lawyer. Um, You know, they're setting this thing up like they've been emotionally damaged. Um, but I just want to you know we're about to run out of time but I just want to remind people that one of the voice actors who was Elmo had multiple cases of sexual impropriety where he was sexually harassing and sexually molesting little children and that got dismissed in a court of law the guy's name was Kevin Clash and it was dismissed in a court of law due to an expiration of a statue of limitations. So the message to me is you can accidentally do something that is perceived as a microaggression, but if you rape a child, that is less <laughs> offensive to the general kind of values of this media culture that is so dominated by the left wing. Instead, this is why I never allowed my children to play with these furry, these furry animals. Um, I wanted my children to play with guns and baseball gloves and throw and throw throw the football and catch crawdads. Because you know these people who hang around these kids, a lot of them are freaks. I think that's fair. Thank you, Stu. But that's all I got for today. All right, Stu. Happy birthday! Thanks, um, y'all. Everybody out there, just wire me the money, and I'll give it to Stu. Okay. Okay. Hi, I'm waiting for my friend Rosita. She's supposed to be here to help me sing a song about the way she makes me feel. Now, where can that girl be? Surprise! (laughs) Oh, Rosita, (laughs) you surprised me. Is that good? Oh, yeah, I love surprises. Uh I like all the ways you make me feel. That's so much you make me feel. Me. She can make me smile, find a scream, or laugh across. Rosita, honey, look what you 